he was praying in a certain place. And after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. Lord, teach us to pray. Now, I am very thankful to stand up here today. Yesterday I witnessed Father Kevin walk on water as we looked at what happened here in the, in the basement. That's another story that we can share afterwards. But right now I would like everyone to take some time and think about those one or two teachers we have had in our lives. The ones who inspired us to learn. The ones who inspired us to take lessons brought forward and apply them to our lives. Picture the person, and more importantly, think about those traits which allowed them, fueled them, to be great teachers. The silence is yours right now. Think about those. What words come to mind? Please share. <coughs> what did you come, what, what, what did you think about with those teachers? Open. What did you say, Tim? Open. Open. Okay. Open. That's a great word right there. What other words? Passion. Passion. Lovely. What other words? Kindness. Kindness. Excellent. Excellent. Love. Love. Alright, the word love. Okay? Faith based. Faith based. Okay, very good. Truth. Uh, truth. Excellent. Love that coming from a college professor right here. <laughs> Other words? Energy. Energy. Excellent. Patient. Patient. Excellent. Respectful. Respectful. All. All wonderful words, and I know we each have that picture. We each have those words in mind. You know, I, I think about, we've talked about the word passion. I talked about enthusiasm. Um, meeting students where they're at. A great sign of what I consider an excellent uh, teacher or professor. Inst inspiring students to learn more. We talked about love, and I love... I'm, Thank you for sharing that. And think about love in terms of care and concern for students. And I want to share this quote. It's a quote that I've used in, for years as I was in, have been in the education business. And it says, it simply says, they don't care what you know until they know that you care. It's actually a quote from Teddy Roosevelt. They don't care what you know until they know that you care. Now Jesus is referred to as teacher 15 different times in the Gospel of Luke. 
I'm going to repeat that. Jesus is referred to as teacher 15 times in the Gospel of Luke. If you look through the entire New Testament, okay, after you think about Jesus, Son of God, or the next most popular term for Jesus is teacher. The master teacher in my mind. See, within the Gospel of Luke, we see teacher of Jesus as a teacher when, back in chapter 4, he taught in their synagogues. Well, he went to them. He wanted to share a message with them. Later in chapter 4, he taught the people each Sabbath and delivered his message with authority. In chapter 5 in Gospel of Luke, Jesus sat down and taught the crowds from a boat. Now you think about, all right, he was able to adapt to the variety of situations that presented themselves. In today's epistle, of course, we hear, continue to live your lives in him just as you were taught. We were in this classroom. And it came, it was really interesting after I actually put this together. Late last week, we celebrated the Feast of Mary Magdalene. And, and one of the most beautiful things happened on that third day after Jesus died on the cross. Jesus comes to Mary Magdalene, and at first she doesn't recognize him. But yet, when he calls her name, and we talked about the essence of using and the respect and the love for others, calls her name. She turns and she calls out Rabuni. Translated, teacher, beloved teacher. Well, in today's gospel, the master teacher provides one of his greatest lessons. It's a lesson of prayer, but not just any prayer. The paternoster, the Lord's Prayer. So why this lesson at this time? Well, let us return to start today's gospel. He was praying in a certain place. And after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. Now, why would they ask? Well, think back, and when you look at the Gospel of Luke, we hear Jesus' routine of prayer. And not only were the disciples witnessing his routine of prayer, but they were witnessing a specialness. They were witnessing the powerful results of his prayer. In chapter 3 of Gospel of Luke, when Jesus was being baptized, he was praying. And the heaven opened, and the Holy Spirit came down on him in the form of a dove. Early in chapter 9 of Gospel of Luke, Jesus blessed the food. He prayed over the food for the 5,000. And they were all fed. Later in chapter 9, 
it is stated, it reads, when while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed, and his clothes became dazzling white. The disciples desired from this master teacher, who was devoted to prayer, more of the story. They were mesmerized. They were excited. The disciples were just like that inquisitive, almost overly inquisitive little student in the class who keeps raising a hand and asking for questions. They were, they're anxious for a greater explanation. They were hungry for the nourishment of his words. And then the really the real beauty, the real beauty of a master teacher, to be able to take complex and make it simple. So in a few simple lines, as some scholars have written, summarized the entire work of the Gospels, a simple prayer providing a moral compass. A simple prayer that has connected Christians throughout history and will continue to connect all Christians, us and others, into the future. A prayer which announces to us and to others and to God that we need Him. Within the Lord's Prayer, the Master Teacher provides the lesson for how to ask and receive, for what sustains us, how to ask for forgiveness, guidance from temptation, and deliverance from evil. The Master Teacher provides a prayer, a lesson that is inclusive of all, a prayer which, as we call upon our Father, allows us to be part of His kingdom on earth and in heaven. The Master Teacher provides a prayer and a lesson which nationally published faith writer Dolores Smythe says, and I quote, focuses our thoughts on what's important in life by summarizing all that we must do to be good and faithful servants. Namely, revere God. Accept His will. Love each other through forgiveness and resist evil. Let me repeat that quote because I think it's so important for all of us here today. Focuses our thoughts on what's important in life by summarizing all that we must do to be good and faithful servants. Namely, revere God, accept His will, know His word, love each other through forgiveness, and resist evil. 
So in closing, let us pray that we go forth this day and every day living the lessons of the Master Teacher. Sharing the lessons of the Master Teacher. And praying the words of the Master Teacher. Praying the words of the Lord's Prayer as our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.